between my legs, between my legs, go. The squirrel was like running between the legs and then try and flip the squirrel. Somatic sexologist Morgan Penn is back with Hayley Sproul for a new season of Sex.Life. So more and more little pets started appearing and some horses for the pony play. Sex.Life, a new episode every Wednesday. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Wild Secrets. The ACC's Daily Agenda podcast, powered by Musashi. Good morning, Manaya and Lane in for a Thursday edition. But more brain power available to us Woo! today. Uh, day two of the hangover, and I think we've both come right. Um, and thanks in no small part to Musashi's range of... You got on the pre-workouts yeah. before a meeting yesterday. I did. I, saw I nailed it. I smashed, <laughs> I smashed the pre-workout, and then I went to a presentation uh, at an agency. I'll tell you what, I was bouncing off the walls. I nailed it. Got two briefs out the back of it. Yeah. So we're making money. It's a um, huge shout-out to Musashi, supporting your goals if you'll recover, shred, or just make cash. You know, blow people away with presentations. The energy levels must have been through the roof, I can only imagine. Um, I, I know that that's not how they intended their products to be used, but, hey, you know. No, look. I mean, I, I do use it before I work out too. Yeah, but, you know, just gives me that little pep. Yeah, that's that right. Need. Yep, just that little <laughs> bit of, little bit of more. Uh, yesterday in our uh, in our haze and our stupor, we missed a story that I really wanted to circle back around yep. to, and this is uh, Melbourne Cup adjacent. This is the homeless man. You would have seen the story by now. Who won big on the Melbourne Cup yesterday? Put a five dollar bid on uh, and won a hundred and six thousand dollars at the TAB on Tuesday. They've tracked this guy down and uh, they've interviewed him. Yeah. They've done a, a print interview and I wanted to run through you because there's just so much, so much to unpack in this story. Uh, the man only wanted to be known as Robert. He won $106,000. Here's how he said he celebrated it. Uh, a few drinks and a pizza with his girlfriend before going home to lie in bed and stare at the ceiling. First point of order, Your Honour. Going where? Yeah, home. <laughs> <laughs> He's a homeless man. Uh, he said he went into the Petoni Working Men's Club on Tuesday to join in a group who were watching the race uh, after placing his $5 bet the day prior. Um, and he, he said at 5 p.m. he went to the club's garden bar for a durry and was shocked when he looked at his TAB account on his phone. Can you imagine that? Hey, okay, another point of order. Yes. Hey, this is a homeless dude who's got a smartphone with a TAB app on it who's yep. got a house. Everyone's Where'd got- the homelessness story come from? <laughs> He just doesn't own a home? If he just doesn't own a home, does that make you homeless? It would be quite funny to be just like a guy and then when they come to interview you, you just be like, I'm homeless, <laughs> when you're just not. Um, so he went onto his easy bets, realised there was a green tick next to his uh, $5 first four easy bet with $106,000. He kept refreshing the page and it stayed there. It's the one time of year, he said, where he justifies putting on a few easy bets. I reckon it's not, Robert. Uh, when he realised that the win was real, he broke down uh, crying, said that obviously he'd had a tough couple of years that left him unhoused. He's been living in a garage. That's, oh, so see. that's where he's ended okay. up at home. He said a couple of months ago he was just crying on the side of the street because he had nowhere to go. Now he considers himself very lucky. Uh, he was ecstatic, uh, crumpled to his knees and cried, to be honest. When they asked uh, what he was going to do with the money, he's having a couple of... Okay, here we go. Uh, obviously, they're going to go to Raro. Love it. That's a great idea. Great choice. Uh, they plan to celebrate a little bit more this weekend with a nice motel stay and dinner out. Okay. Right, 106 that, grand. That sounds like it's going to be a weekend bender to me. <laughs> that sounds like a hotel bender to me. That's lock the doors, shut the curtains. Yeah. 
Yeah. 106k, upgrade from the motel. You don't need to be going to some roach motel around the corner from you in Petoni there. Um, he has, this is actually quite smart. He's got a friend whose mother's worked in banking for 30 years, so he's going to go and talk to her to see how to, how to handle $106,000. Because when you're placing $5 bets, you know, you, you're probably a bit of a stranger to that kind of money. He wants to use his money for a house deposit. Potentially an upper hut, possibly in the suburb of Riverstone Terraces. But he said, don't get me wrong, ideally Queenstown would be cool. Dreaming, mate. Uh, yeah. That, that, one, that one even touched the sides in Queenstown. <laughs> no, he said he's been trying to save for years and has had minute sort of funds. It's opened up so many possibilities. The only uh, plan that they have so far is going over to Rarotonga. So. Oh, good on you. Good, good on it. Well, I mean, like, well, I wonder, if, was that a random first four that he picked there? Or has he, how many has he placed across the, yeah. the field? How many bets did he put on? I mean, he definitely didn't put on $106,000. The, the closest I've ever come to this is I won the Melbourne Cup a couple of years ago. Um, you won the bet. I won the bet, yeah. yeah. Uh, when Very Elegant won. Yes. And what happened ooh, was my TAB account glitched when I placed the bet, and I was, like, so frustrated. Uh. I was like, dut, 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 and I placed the bet, like, three or four times, and it came in. <laughs> and I, <laughs> That's been done before. Yeah, and I won, I won about six, 700 bucks off it, and I was just like, you be beauty. Inspired punting. Um, but, yeah, I just really wanted to, to give Robert his juice. Shout out to him. I don't know how far $106,000 would get you. Um, well, these days. Well, that's good. Like it's a good start. Well, particularly if you're unhoused, yeah, I yeah, suppose it's yeah. a it's a, it's a step in the right direction. You could blow that very quickly. I'm almost of the mind that you should. Um, maybe not in his instance because he's got an opportunity to change his life for the better. But I don't, I just kind of think like you didn't have that hundred k before. You know? What are you doing with a hundred k? Your TAB account says one hundred and six thousand dollars this morning. What what are you doing? I'm withdrawing a hundred. That's the first thing. 100,000. 100,000. Yeah. 6K is staying in there because I don't know. Maybe I've discovered something. And then 100K, I don't know. 100K is a lot of money. That is, that is quite a bit. I don't, I know that like the, the smart decision would be pay your mortgage down 100K mm. or something yeah. like that, you know, invest it or something like that. But I just think that's such a lame use of a, a one in a million opportunity. I agree. Yeah. I agree to a certain point. I think. You do have to blow a certain amount of it. Fuck yeah, you like, do. Go to the go have a one of the biggest benders you've ever had yeah. with your mates and just kiss twenty grand goodbye. A hundred percent. That would that's what I'd do. I'd like and I, but for the rest of it, I'd probably take a back step and go, oh, I probably need to do something oh, decent with that. But a yeah. good chunk of it, I reckon you just have to absolutely spunk against the wall. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um and dumb shit, like I oh. I would probably have a you know, mint holding Kingswood sitting at the front of my house. <laughs> okay. I, have, I have no you're, off-street parking. You're going to be forever poor. It's going to get stolen <laughs> in a heartbeat. Like, yeah. your clothesline gets fleeced. Yeah. You, that, that, that car ain't going anywhere. That, no. that is, I mean, that car is going somewhere. Yeah, but not with a chop shop. But yeah, just dumb shit. I would, you have to buy some sort of dumb shit, so I hope this guy really treats himself. I actually had a friend who won a lotto way back in the day. Really? Way, uh, uh, he won, at the time was... Like just over a million, but this was back in 1998. Oh my god! Anyway, this is a good story. Yeah. He uh, he was in Wanaka, um, living in Wanaka, just a bit of being a bit of a bum, skiing around. Ski bum, won yeah. it, bought a jet boat. Yeah, so that was his dumb purchase. Yeah, took it for a hoon, forgot to put oil in it, blew the engine up. Uh, <laughs> oh, but I mean, a million dollars, you can fix it okay, totally, fix it now. Totally, but that was a great example of you fucking out of jet boat. Whop! Yeah, exactly. That's a, you need to do that because people don't get that opportunity to do dumb shit. Don't let it, don't let it walk past you. Um, so yeah, again, shout out to Robert. Um, hit us up, <laughs> take us on your bender. Let us know what motel you're staying at. We'll come and join you. 
Uh, England take care of business in the Cricket World Cup last night against the Netherlands. That sort of means uh, bugger all. But for us, there's us, Pakistan and Afghanistan all battling it out for the final spot in the playoffs, isn't it? Us v the Stans. Us v the Stans. Uzbekistan, Tajikistan. um, They're they're all in there. So... Rain is predicted for our game, which is going to wash us out. That could be the undoing of us, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that's why I'm quietly happy England humped um, Holland, um, the Netherlands, because it's given them a little bit of confidence going into the Pakistan game. Right. Because uh, we need England to beat Pakistan. That's um, right. And, to, and if we get washed out, uh, I, I was on the BYC podcast yesterday, and there was a, and Cleaver and Ford were fully nerding out on the diff- different mm. variants, um, ways that we'll qualify. Um, but yeah, England, the short run of it is England beat Pakistan. Uh, and we're in. yeah, and um, I think Afghanistan got South Africa. If we yeah, if we win our game against Sri Lanka tonight, then we're through, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, oh yeah, to a degree, I think. And then <laughs> Pakistan had to absolutely hump England. Yes, uh, to get their net run rate up. Or all three of us could lose, which would leave us stranded on. Eight points or the same amount yeah. of points, then it would come down to run rate. But you'd be doing well to jump us on the run rate, but still lose your game. And the rain. I didn't even think about the rain. It's like it's it's apocalyptic in Bangalore yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to get played. So they're going to share the points on that. <laughs> I was reading an article this morning saying that it, they've had their heaviest day of rainfall earlier this week since 2015. So I, I was, um, I've been in Bangalore. We went to Bangalore a few years ago to watch IPL uh, on Hodaki with uh, Matt Heath and Joe Jury, and we took yep. a couple of people over. And there was an electrical storm the next day after the cricket, and it was terrifying. We were up in this hotel, like quite high up, yeah. and all these crows started circling and like <laughs> got around the hotel and going, ah, ah! and then this uh, this black cloud came in and oh, like forked lightning like you never see before. Um, I, luckily, I was rooming with Joe. We were pretty much like holding each other on the bed while the hotel shook with thunder and lightning. Yeah. So when it goes, it goes. It's like a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. What? It's <laughs> terrifying. Out of control. Out of control. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to get rained out. So then that's going to get very, very complicated. I will need you to break down the ramifications if that happens overnight. Yeah, look, let's just get through tonight. Yep. Uh, New Zealand, Sri Lanka, we should. I mean, we haven't played badly in the losses we've had, apart from maybe one. Or two, but yeah, we, we haven't. You know, we have like that last game against Pakistan. <laughs> nah, and like a four-game losing uh, streak. One of those games, the first of that losing streak, was an historic run chase that would have yeah. beaten any other team. <laughs> totally. So, anyway, but um, uh, if you listen to the BYC podcast, they go deep into the timing out issue. Remember, um, yes. Angelo Matthews got yep. timed out. They go deep into that, and I think uh, Paul Ford had the best. Uh, this summarization of that situation, and it was two very unpopular people doing. Something very unpopular to each other. Yeah. Uh, if it was any other player, yeah. they would have. Uh, any other two players involved? Uh, Shakib Alassane and uh, Angelo, Angelo Matthews, Matthews who are that? notorious a holes. <laughs> um, and they just. So if there was anyone else, so have a listen to that BYC. It's actually really interesting. They guys give. They go full deep. Yeah, that that great. Very very cricket that podcast. Oh as well. my god, so <laughs> so cricket, and they get so many letters. Like yeah, and like detailed detailed letters. Like the correspondence they get is it's next level. There was like four pages of correspondence. That's yeah. what half the podcast was reading correspondence. Yeah, um, I, I watched the post match press conference with Angelo Matthews. He's just tearing strips off um, Shakir. Yeah, uh, yeah, they hate it's like, each it's other. It's disgraceful. Uh, it's embarrassing. It just shows what kind of man he is that he would do this. Yeah, they're both in their last World Cups. They're both in their kind of mid-30s. They've basically grown up playing each other yeah. uh, from age groups, so that's why they hate each other. <laughs> Deep hatred. I love it. It's good to see. 
Uh, the Black Clash has just made a huge announcement this morning, and that is that an NRL legend has been announced as wildcard. It is none other than Jonathan Thurston, uh, who by all accounts, the uh, press release will have you believe, a very handy schoolboy cricketer. JT apparently opened the batting and bowled first change at high school. Really? Yeah. I, was, I wouldn't have picked him. Anyway, there you go. He's, I mean... He's a very popular Jonathan Thurston. I quite like him on yeah. the on the on the NRL coverage. He's got no very little um, shame. You know, can you no, say that? You know, he yeah. doesn't give a shit. Like he remember those conversions he kept slipping over in his dress shoes yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I quite like. And the he fact. keeps doing it. Yeah, and he just puts himself out there, which I quite like. Doesn't take himself too seriously. No, I think he's having one of the best retirements that I've seen. You know, some yeah. some guys really struggle when they retire, but Jonathan Thurston's just like I'm just going to be Jonathan Thurston. Yeah. and. People all love it. And there's a great piece of footage. He knows the rules. He, was, he got yes. busted at a game and just buried a massive pint of uh, beer in front of everyone, which yeah. is good. He's, um, he's an absolute legend. It'd be great to see him. Apparently, he's a big fan of Brian Lara. Oh. So I imagine that's probably why, how they managed to sign him. Yeah. But do you want to play against Brian Lara? He said that uh, when Lara's batting, he wants to be put out on the boundary. He doesn't want to be anywhere near having to, <laughs> having to deal with them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. But he, um, he's got to be better than the Honey Badger. The Honey Badger was awful. Yeah, he was. He was great. Like, in terms of the commentary and he was mic'd up, gold. Yes. Like, you couldn't have got a better person to mic up and chat to. I mean, if Jonathan Thurston's mic'd up, that'd be good as well. It'd just be him laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I hope he's a better player than... Uh, than uh, the, the Honey Badger. You'd have to say the How To Dad probably didn't cover himself in glory when he played either. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Not no. A, um, nah. But the greatest of all time was uh, Andy of Hamish and Andy fame. Oh, yeah. Who caught the game winning catch. What a catch. Screamer too. on the boundary. Yeah. yeah. That was great. He, that, and he admitted that's one of the greatest like moments of his life. And he's lived a storied life as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. Jonathan Thurston, what an absolute legend. And we'll be there. I believe, is the Black Clash sold out? No, no. The, the second release of tickets have just been oh, released yep. for that, so get on to it. The, what has sold out is the ACC Party Zone. Yeah. Um, so I think all 600 tickets have gone to that area. That is going to be loose as a goose in there. Um, <laughs> with that ticket, you get like an export shirt, a steady the ship hat, a sports ear, uh, and a refreshment on your way in, uh, and your own bar. Uh, it's it's going to... It's gonna cut loose. We need we need security there because people are gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be like you know World War Z, the zombie movie with Brad Pitt and the zombies. So many of them smash up against the wall. They climb each other and get over the wall. It's gonna be like that. I reckon it's gonna be great. Bay Oval. Uh, I think it's Jan twenty first uh, around that time anyway. But still tickets available. Get along. It's a great time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Super Rugby squads will be announced today. They're being um, drip-fed out throughout the day, so we actually haven't got any of them yet. We're recording this before the first one, which is the Chiefs, are going to be announced at 10. There's a few uh, reports that have come out. Angus Tarvale's going to be going to the Blues. Yes, I saw that. Great great TV commentator, I thought. Angus. Angus has got a big future in media. Yeah. He's he's very natural. He's... Well, having met him a few times, having seen him interviewed a few times, he's very funny. Yes. Um, so and very eloquent. So look, he's got a big. I think after Super Rugby finishes, I think they'll get snapped up pretty quick. He sounds identical to Stephen Adams if you're not looking at him as well. They they have the same. I don't know what it is if they're from the same part of the country, but they sound just like each other. They're quite dry. Quite, yeah, quite yeah. A, quite a dry monotone, yeah. but um, very very funny. Uh, so that one was announced, and then also yesterday, because obviously they have to make these announcements before the squads are announced. The announcement went up on. The Crusaders Instagram that Braden Enor uh, has had a setback with his ACL, Ooh. dear friend of the podcast, um, and so really? he's he's going to miss the entire season. Yeah, it was an infection. Shit. 
an entire Exynemus the entire season. So he did his ACL in that Wallabies game in Dunedin yeah. in August this year. The last game we played before we went yes. over to the World Cup. Absolute heartbreaking stuff for him. And then uh, when he had the operation, then there was an infection, so that set him back. And he's oh. gone. Look, bugger this season. Let me just let me just get this knee back in. What does he do, the old fucker and just lose the ACLs completely? The witch doctor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, but I, I just love when these things happen, and then people take to social media. All the comments were absolutely. Hilarious. Uh, a lot of, obviously, gutted for the lad. Yeah. One person just commented, fortitude, sir. What? <laughs> a lot of real, uh, like, earnest, hope you get better, like, as if Bra- it's Braden Enor himself that they're talking to. <laughs> I love it. I love the fandom. This one really caught my eye, though. No one understands the problem of dominating other players and then get injured and fighting against all odds just to come back with the same dominion, because we all know how good Brendan Enor is. <laughs> what is <laughs> he? It makes sense. King. <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. And then he's got, like, a... A shock emoji with a fart emoji with 100%. Get well soon, King. Um, so shout out to Brendan Enor. <laughs> Get well soon. And that will do us. We'll be back tomorrow to break down the squad announcements. I can't imagine there's going to be anything too shocking. No. Um, the, the big changes we already know about is everyone going overseas after the World Cup. We've got Halfpenny. Half Penny's coming to the Crusaders. He is bringing with him one of the all-time rigs. I don't know if you've seen a photo of him with his shirt off. Oh, is he bringing a rig? Is Tremendous. He? Okay. Just absolutely outstanding. It's always an iffy one when an overseas player gets brought into a New Zealand team because it's like, you can't tell me that we don't have a better winger coming through the grades. Like, Why are we bringing this guy in? Particularly... It really it's in the pissed, twilight as well of his career. Yeah, it really pissed me off the, when um, the Highlanders did it last year and the year before, and they had all these like English and Scottish dudes yeah. playing for the Highlanders. And it's like, you guys aren't going to win the comp, so you, why not just go and grab the best first five out of your Premier mm. League down there? Because they've got a good comp down there. Yeah, And give the people something to cheer for rather than just like some Scotsman at the end of his tether. Oh, you know, didn't they have that... Um, Freddie Burns. Freddie Burns, yeah. <laughs> who's about 39 years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like um, Johnny Sexton from Timu. <laughs> That's yeah. basically yeah, what he was. Yeah, they think they signed um, like Robbie Burns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Robbie Burns. One of the greedy Burns. Oh, you tell me this is Robbie. We got the statue of him in the octagon. <laughs> how can we get, got the wrong guy? Uh, yeah, we'll break all those down tomorrow for a Friday. Uh, we'll have another bet, I believe. If we haven't, no, didn't we spank nah, it on, we the spanked on the Melbourne Cup? Cup. Uh, yeah, Melbourne Cups. sorry about that. Had a big impact on my week. Um, but anyway, we will be back tomorrow for another episode of the Daily Agenda. The ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi. On this week's episode of Between Two Beers, we hear Megan Compain's remarkable journey from Basketball Hall of Famer to All Blacks commercial manager and all the best stories in between. And, and Michael Jordan was basically walking down the hallway getting held up by two of his you know, people and he was... Done. And that was the game where he hit the winning buzz of a shot and took it back to game six where I think they won in, in Chicago. So we sort of crossed in the in the hallway and it was just sort of one of those, whoa, like if I was on, you know, back at, if it was now, you'd be snapping away like yeah. social media. Between two beers, listen on iHeartRadio or anywhere you get your podcasts.